What's up, people? Welcome or welcome back to the Pages of My Diary podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Casey. I'm a musician. And for the past year or so, I've been keeping a diary documenting the writing, recording, and release of my latest project, The Human Experience. And I've now decided to share this diary with all of y'all to give you guys a behind-the-scenes look into how an album is made, everything that we encountered on the journey of making this project, uh, which was a lot. You know, we had a lot of good times, a lot of bad times, and uh, everything in between. So on today's episode, I want to talk about uh, the sauna ship progress. I want to talk about hopes, dreams, aspirations for the future, and the final song on the human experience, the next chapter. All that and more is coming up right after this. Dear mom and dad, I'm sorry it had to be like this. And all you have is this note. Okay, beautiful people, let's get straight into today's entry. Um, That song that you heard in the intro was the next chapter from my latest project, The Human Experience. And we are going to be kicking off today's episode with Friday, the 4th of December, 2020. We're getting close to that Christmas territory, one of my most favorite times of the year. Um, So obviously chipping away at the project still, but maybe slowing things down a little and just tying up a a few loose ends. So let's get into it. Finding these last two beats are proving to be difficult. It feels like I'm banging my head against a wall repeatedly, scrolling through hundreds of instrumentals, finding one I like, then either finding out it's been sold, isn't available for purchase, or they don't get back to me at all. Luckily, they are songs that aren't being released until the album drops, so I have time on my side at least. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not always uh, cardboard spaceships and fun. We do occasionally hit these these setbacks. Um, not even, I wouldn't even say setbacks, more just resistance while working on the project. Um, things feel like they're not tying up. Nothing is going as smoothly as planned. But, I mean, that's just, that's part of general life as well, not just making a, a music project. So... We kind of learned to adapt, work around, and and just sometimes just bite down and and go through the these little bits of resistance. Uh, I'm not even exaggerating here. Hundreds of instrumentals I would go through. Um, like I said in a previous episode, I was going on YouTube doing the whole like hip hop thing, just searching in type beats, um, like pop type beat, or if I wanted a folk kind of vibe, then I'd go for that, or if there was an artist in mind that that I wanted to uh, embody the the vibe of, I'd go on, um, not Instagram, (laughs) I'd go on YouTube and uh, just add a bunch of instrumentals, be listening and going, okay, is this fitting the vibe I'm thinking? Does it take me in a new direction? Maybe it's a instrumental for a future project, Uh, but Honestly, it's (laughs) the last six months, six to eight months that I've been fortunate enough to kind of connect with with a few producers and amazingly talented uh, instrumentalists as well who are now helping 
um, and somebody to bounce off of as well. I think that's the biggest blessing of being able to work with somebody on, on, on music, um, is just that chemistry of, okay, I have this idea, then I send it over to, to the person I'm working with. And then they get back to me with their spin on my idea. And you kind of meet in the middle and end up coming up with, with something completely, uh, not unique, but completely tailored to, to what you're, uh, what you're trying to do really. So that's the biggest blessing is not having to go through YouTube anymore, um, or less so. I'm less reliant on it um, because, like I said, I'm not exaggerating. Hundreds and hundreds of instrumentals. I don't even want to think about the amount of hours <laughs> I've spent just listening to to instrumentals. Um, but hey, that's that's part of doing this diary, doing this podcast is showing you everything, not just the good times, not just all the successes, but like I say, the the resistance that we we encountered as well. In more positive news, preparation for the sauna ship are nearly complete and we have a shoot date. There's only some details on the panels and some 3D elements that need finishing. Then we're good to go. I didn't um, I didn't keep a lot from the the sauna ship shoot. I knew I wanted to keep maybe like a little something, um, but I couldn't keep all of it. Obviously, it's a it's a huge set, uh, so we like recycled the cardboard and and got rid of most of it. I kept a few like trimmings, uh, <laughs> kind of like cut out a few parts, and I also kept which I keep in my studio. For y'all watching on YouTube, I kept this like 3D element. Uh, from it we had this any y'all that have seen the video you'll know what I'm talking about it was uh, to the side of me whilst I was dancing and and grooving around the stage um, so yeah it was really nice to keep a, a little uh, a little souvenir from the shoot just to remind us of of what we did what we did accomplish and um, yeah kind of the fact that anything is possible as, as far as we're concerned. We, we made this work. We can, we can make anything else work. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this in here, but the sauna ship is this cardboard spaceship I'm making, which will be the backdrop for a live recorded concert and music video I'm going to put out when the song is released in January. If you haven't, haven't seen it, go to my YouTube, check it out. Just search on my channel. Um, cardboard spaceships uh and yeah it'll it'll come up either the live from the sauna ship concert we did which feels like forever ago um or the performance video which is which is the part i'm talking about i'm super excited to see my vision come to life and i'm really eager to get it up and assembled fully parentheses it's currently laid out in pieces in my room <laughs> yeah i'm not sure if i I think I mentioned it in a previous episode, but the feeling when I saw it, like laid out in front of me, first of all, on the floor, then we like taped it up and then seeing it fully assembled with like the, the flooring in and the, the walls, the everything, everything was set up. I just, oh, it was in, like I say, indescribable. I remember being there with my mom and, and us just looking at each other and and we just smiled at each other because, <clears throat> number one, I think if either of us had said a word, we probably would have started crying. Um, but also just like taking it in fully saying, wow, you know, we did this. Me, you, 
dad, my brother and sister as well kind of helped out. We didn't have this like Hollywood elite director or uh, prop designer. We made this as a family. And that's like, that's so special to me. I think in the early days, and a lot of musicians feel like this, uh, in the early days, you want to kind of come off as professional as possible, as polished, as clean. But for me, uh, now I'm settled in, I'm settled into it more than being professional, polished and clean. It's more about being real. Um, so letting you guys in and, and letting you know that we did that project with just my family, um, hopefully empowers any of you guys who again, have, have big dreams, but you're not quite sure how to, how to do it. You don't think you have the resources. You have people around you that will be willing to help you out. You have the internet, which is like one of the greatest resources. Um, so yeah, that there shouldn't be a reason to, to stop you at least trying. On with the entry <laughs> after that little, uh, little soapbox speech. <laughs> I also took advantage of a spare few hours I had today and got February's song, To Fall Asleep and Wake Up With You, recorded too. I love that song, and as soon as I sing that first, Tell Me Something Pretty Honey line, I always let out a little grin. Yeah, just like a little smile at the side of my mouth, like, oh, it's just such a cute song, such a warm, I feel warmth, literally, when I hear hear the song, which is which is awesome. I hope you guys feel that too as well, because that's what we're trying to, we're trying to translate that. It's also one of the few songs where it sits comfortably in my range throughout, so it's given me a chance to try a few new things I wouldn't ordinarily get to do. Oh, I nearly forgot. The Casey Sana Studio 3.0 is now painted, the furniture has been moved in, and we're nearly ready to reveal it to the fan club. I've been working hard on making the most use out of the space I have, and coming up with things I can do to give back more. The Casey Sana Studio has gone through many makeovers, many evolutions to, to get it to where it is, and I'm, I'm sure it'll change a lot in the future as well. Um... I mean, this, what you're looking at if you're watching on YouTube, this is the Casey Sana Studio 3.0. The main problem we have is it's not a terribly huge space, so <laughs> lighting is a little hard. It's all very close in proximity to me. Um, but like I say, we're, we're making the best out of it that we have. We got the sofa here for the sofa sessions and the podcast as well, a few videos um, we got a little bit, we got a salt lamp right here. We got a little bit of Casey Sana original artwork right here. Can't do too much wrong with, with a piece of art like that. Um, but probably my favorite part of the studio are all these pictures from our journey so far. Um, we got photos of travel. We got different mask ideas behind the scenes of different music videos, different characters as well. The, that y'all see on the on the projects that we release, um, and hopefully in the future we'll have we'll have a few photos of uh, fan club members, maybe like meetups, meet and greets. Um, so yeah, we'll see what the future holds, and and hopefully we'll we'll add a few more photos back here. Back on with the entry, the main idea is launching a monthly sofa sessions video where every month I get on live or make a YouTube video of me chilling with my salt lamp, singing some songs. 
The plan is to include some originals, covers, and maybe the odd bit of unreleased music, too. Yeah, I, th you know, we're, what are we? We're like three, three or four Sofa Sessions episodes in. Um, they're a little bit of a, a project to do in themselves. They're almost like a mini music video. But um, I've really enjoyed doing them. They're, they're great for me to come on and, and sing some of my favorite songs to you guys, especially when we do the themes. I remember back in February, we did uh, like a, a Valentine's Day special. So some of my favorite love songs, Mac Miller, uh, we had Sam Cooke, as well as To Fall Asleep and Wake Up With You. That was super fun. Um, yeah, all the sofa sessions that we've done, it's I think it's growing every time. And every time it's hopefully getting better too. So that was the 4th of December done. Then we are picking up with Sunday, the 6th of December, 2020. It's days like today that make me so happy to be a songwriter. <laughs> I had to head into work for a little, so I loaded up a bunch of beats, hoping to find the instrumental for the next chapter or Samuel's Calling. Parentheses, I haven't decided on the name yet, but it will be the song replacing Goodbye at the Gate. Yeah, obviously it ends up being the next chapter, but um, for a brief period, I was thinking Samuel's calling because I saw a video and I, I'm pretty sure it's a Bible story where God is like calling Samuel in the night um, to come and like be his messenger. Um, and I thought, oh, okay, that would be quite a cool like Easter egg to put in there because um, obviously the song is like, I feel like, uh, I'm, I need to build something bigger than me and, and help as many people as I can and be of service to the world. Um, so I thought that was that was kind of a good little tie-in for it. But we went with the with the next chapter, which I'm not too mad at. I think that's a pretty pretty good title for um, for new beginnings. Side note: I don't think I've mentioned the reasons I'm changing the song title yet. So I'll hopefully remember to add that in after this. And then I've put like stars, underlines, everything I possibly could. Don't forget. <laughs> but then I've got a note next to it. I forgot. Um, yeah, I think we spoke about this in a previous episode. My memory is awful, uh, especially when I'm filming these. Like everything is a whirlwind. I don't know what month I'm, I'm living in right now. But <laughs> forgive me if I repeat myself. But uh, yeah, we changed it from Goodbye at the Gate because the concept changed. It's coming back to me now. I know we spoke about that. Obviously, we've spoken about Samuel's calling. Um, and then the next chapter just seemed to fit. That was the puzzle piece that, that fit the best. Anyways, back to today. I found a couple of instrumentals that I thought could work in the morning, then came back to them in the afternoon, and one in particular stuck out. I mentioned in an earlier entry that I wanted to feed off the concept touched on in She's Leaving Home by the Beatles, an open letter to my parents about this journey I'm embarking on, using me leaving home as a metaphor to try and explain some of the sacrifices we have to make as a family and reasons why I believe the path I'm on is the right one. I was walking around a dark room and these lines were coming to me as the beat played, honest, stream-of-consciousness-esque lyrics that say all the things I would have never been able to say uh, to my family in a normal conversation. Now by the time that you're reading this, I'll be far away, just like they said in the song. 
That's another part of songwriting that I absolutely love. It gives me the confidence to say things I wouldn't say in normal life. It helps me to organize my thoughts and provides clarity in times of confusion. I, yeah, I think a lot of artists say it and they usually feed the line like, oh, uh, music is my therapy. That's, that's how I work through hard times. That's how I, like I said in here, that's how I organize my thoughts. And I never really thought I was part of that. I thought I just wrote music because I enjoyed it. But evidently, you know, there there's at least a part of me that writes songs like the next chapter to to work through those thoughts and really just be honest. I think that's why a lot of people have reached out and said they like the next chapter and songs like Building Bridges and, and Malibu because they're so honest and... Again, part of the reason I wrote The Human Experience was to show that we all go through these times, um, and so often we don't we don't talk about them. Um, so I think people appreciate that that honesty, and also it's a good part, you know, to work through the bad times. But also, a song like Cardboard Spaceships, I've now immortalized that for me as as a memory. You know, I'll never forget going to my grandparents house playing in the cardboard boxes and using my imagination that will always be a memory a, a thing for me to look back on now and uh yeah it's one of my most favorite parts of songwriting being honest in the in the bad times but also being honest in the good times and and indulging in that and and really getting lost in it um i got a quote here from oscar wilde and i think it really sums up my identity, my my feelings. Um, it says, give a man a mask and he will tell you the truth. So obviously, literally, I wear the mask, but also I feel like because I do, because no one knows who I am, I speak for, for the people around me. I speak for myself. Uh, our experiences that me and my friends and my family go through, I kind of share those and I'm not afraid to share those. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable and say yeah okay I have down days I'm I'm honest about it and I think that gives people a lot of comfort uh, again I'm just, I'm just guessing like people have reached out and said like wow this this song is awesome thank you so much for writing it 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 really sums up how I feel and again that goes back to the honesty and being able to say things that people don't say in conversations through fear of being judged or f through fear of people not understanding. So, yeah, I hope I hope these songs do help you and I hope that I can maintain this honesty throughout even when the when the mask is gone. I hope I can still wear my heart on my sleeve. Here are the lyrics so far that I have. I'm super excited to add to it and see what the next chapter brings. Dear mom and dad, I'm sorry it had to be like this. And all you have is this note. I know you're mad. I don't expect you to understand. So this opening chorus, uh, breaking it down, it, it sets the scene. You know, we've, we're starting out with that letter style opening, Dear Mom and Dad. 
Um, once again, it's it's raising more questions than it's answering. It's you know why does it why does what have to be like this? Um, why would your parents be mad? Um, why wouldn't they understand? Like I think it builds that sense of come on, you know, give it give it to us. What what's going on? Um, and it does it starts off with that confusion that I imagine a parent would feel if if your child was missing and, and all you had was a note. Uh, you'd be kind of wanting to get to the to the important part, knowing that they're safe, knowing where they are, what they're doing, and uh, their motivations, which obviously comes as the song progresses. By the time that you're reading this, I'll be far away, just like they said in the song. And I know I got a thousand reasons that I should stay. I've got one to go. I got dreams of building something bigger than me. As this first verse kind of builds momentum and and uh, kind of goes in a little bit deeper on what I what I want to tell my parents, um, we get to even though family is the biggest to me, I made the decision to leave. Again, my family is like the the biggest influence, the biggest thing in my life, and it's so hard to leave them. But at the same time, I, I kind of I I go back and forth in my mind because I know that in order to give back to them and give them the life that I know they deserve, um, and do all the things and achieve the dreams that I want to achieve, I have to I have to leave um, in order for a chance to to make it better. You know, to be in it a hundred percent. That's that's what I'm about. I'm not. I am not a proponent. I'm not a fan of Plan B, safety nets, backup plans. I, from all the people that I have idolized and studied and and kind of watched their movements, no person who has done even a, a moderately successful or great thing has had a backup plan. That's just, yeah. That's just so not on the cards for me. I, I think I'm maybe a little bit of an extreme person. I'm either all in or I'm not in at all. Uh, if I took up knitting, I'd want to be like a knitting champion or I'd want to be able to do all the all the things that an experienced, uh, competent knitter would do. Um, and it's the same for music. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here as just somebody who I don't know, just wants to take part, I guess. Um, I really want to help make a difference, help make a change in the world through this music. I know that's a lofty goal and a big dream, but um, I feel like I feel like it's possible, but it's not possible if you leave the back door open, if you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to go try this, but if it doesn't work out, it's okay because I still have this to go back to, this safe, safe space. Like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not interested, I'm not uh, intrigued, and I'm not satisfied with that either. So I guess that's also what this verse is saying as well. Okay, moving on to Tuesday, the 8th of December, 2020. The next chapter is officially done. I just finished writing it, and I'm really happy with how it's sounding. The main part to finish was the simmer section, where the beat starts to break down, and I knew I wanted there to be a heart-to-heart -heart feeling within the lyrics to match the instrumental. Before I go 
on, I just wanted to say I love you both more than words could ever explain It's been a hell of a ride, hell of a time But now I'm moving on I started thinking about how much my parents have done in raising, influencing, and providing for me over the years, and how thankful I am to them for it all. I think the the person that you see or that you hear today is is probably most largely contributed by my family. Uh, that's my parents and my siblings as well. Like we got a real tight, real close family, and I love that. Um, and I'm very grateful that's something that I have. I have those examples growing up of, of seeing my parents do things and go, okay, that that's a good example of how to live a good life. Um, and equally, you know, on the other side of the spectrum, those, them doing things and, and me going, okay, that's, that's probably not for me. That's, you know, that's not the vibe I'm going to give off. But um, it's still having those people who have walked the path before you. And it makes it a lot easier to, to walk through it um, second, I guess. Quote, I love you both more than words could ever explain. Isn't just a cute filler line for me. Because I could literally never find the words to tell my family what they mean to me. Let alone repay them for all the times they've been there for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope that comes across in the song. Like I said, when I was writing it, um, and you kind of have that that uh, that breakdown, that that simmer of the instrumental where things are a little bit more intimate, a little m more quiet. I just felt like that was <laughs> this is gonna sound really artsy, I know, but that was the beat asking me to go a level a level deeper. You know, I've I've been very honest in the conversation, but I would be it wouldn't be a a, a true representation of my feelings if I didn't take that moment to say look I know I got all this going on and and it's it's not the 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 most ideal thing for us you know I know you're mad I don't expect you to understand but at the end of the day I love you both I I'm doing you know it's all for you in the end I, I literally say that so I think I get that across in the song and I hope you guys feel that too Cause if you wanna take the island, gotta burn the boats While I'm taking the risk, cause it's all so close Gotta get, gotta grow, I just want you to know It's all for you in the end That line is in there to try and describe to them why I'm taking such bold steps Burning the boats, and how doing all of this makes me feel Yeah, so burning the boats is... Uh, it's an old story. I don't know if it was true or not, but uh, the legend says that these like Nordic uh, invaders uh, back in the day, unfortunately, I wasn't around, so I can't confirm uh, or disprove this. But uh, yeah, old Nordic invaders, they would literally turn up on the shores of their enemies, turn right around and burn the boats that they just came in on. Um, the theory behind this was it's going to make the soldiers fight that much harder because if your only options are succeed, win, and take the land or, well, pretty much die, um, <laughs> then you're going to fight 10 times harder because you don't have you don't have that plan B. That back door is not open. Retreat is not an option. Um, and I don't think it's quite as extreme in the music industry. I could be wrong. I don't know. But, um, 
but it's the same kind of concept. It's that feeling of I am fully invested in this. I'm burning the boats um, for any other opportunities that I may have in my life in service and in pursuit of this. It's like that picture where there are two people digging in a tunnel. One is walking away looking disheartened because he didn't find gold. Parentheses, even though the gold mine is mere inches away. And the other man is in a separate tunnel and charging toward the treasure in, a, in an obsessed, determined way. Don't stop digging because you never know how close you are to gold, success, the win, or buried treasure. Yeah, I'll put that photo, I'll put that photo on screen now as well as on Patreon as well with a little little story behind it, um, how I found it, and yeah, again, what it means to me. And it is that that concept of you have to be obsessed, you have to be willing to go further than 99% of other people to join the 1% the of people who do succeed. Um, so yeah, you got to keep pushing forward and got to keep chipping away at it. In other news, today was also the first day of sauna ship rehearsals. I've been practicing the songs and covers in the car up until now, but I wanted a little time to walk through the songs and get a feel for the staging, which is currently set up in the living room, so it's a little cozy. I haven't put up the panels of the ship because there's nothing to attach it to without risking taking off chunks of the wall with it, but I've been imagining it surrounding me, so needless to say, I'm really eager to see it in real life in a couple weeks. Yeah, practice, I mean, you see, I think I saw, yeah, a couple musicians were rehearsing for a virtual concert that they were doing, um, and, you know, they rent out these huge warehouses, and they've got it all taped out on the floor where everything is, and one day, I'm sure that'll be me, but for now, it's uh, it's my living room. Um, like I said, it was pretty cozy in there. It's a good job we didn't put the panels up, because... It was, yeah, the set was definitely bigger than my living room as well. So I don't know how that would have worked. Um, but it was good to practice. You know, you got to practice before so that on the night, on on the day we actually recorded it, it feels like second nature. It's just muscle memory um, and it's, it's automatic. So that's one big thing I've learned with the sofa sessions, with the live from the sauna ship um, kind of uh, concerts. You know, you can make your mistakes in private so that when you when you do it in public um you you're all ready to go so i think we will leave it there for today um that was a great few entries to look back on it was it was great to go back um and it's exactly why i did this diary for moments like these where i can reminisce and i can get back in the mindset that i was in uh exactly when i was writing these so thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed all the things we covered today and they were interesting to you. I know I had a good time looking back at some some great memories. Um, if you did enjoy yourself, make sure you're hitting that like button, following, subscribing if you're on YouTube. All those podcasty things, uh, reviews as well are super, super helpful. So if you could go ahead, take a minute or two just to let us know your thoughts on the podcast, what people can expect from this podcast. Um, and I will see you in the next one. Thank y'all for listening. Peace.